This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, May 1st, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Chrysler is entering bankruptcy, but for a company that's been bailed out by the government multiple times, the question must be asked, why now? Why not 30 years ago? And why not six months ago? Dan Eikenson, Associate Director of the Cato Institute's Center for Trade Policy Studies, explains. Yeah, it, it should have happened from the outset. Uh, to a certain extent, bankruptcy is is stigmatized in the United States. Most people think bankruptcy means liquidation. That is one form of bankruptcy. Um, and the concern, I think, was that in the bankruptcy process, nobody was going to buy cars from Chrysler. Well, nobody's been buying cars from Chrysler anyway on account of the bad economy and account of the products it, it has to offer. Uh, the fact that it was... Uh, portraying itself willingly as sort of a ward of the state, uh, dangling by a string, uh, is hard to distinguish from it being in bankruptcy. And in fact, being in bankruptcy at least suggests, when it's defined properly, that, uh, that they're trying to do something about their problems and that they could, they could come out. Yeah, the Obama administration offered a plan. The, the, the auto task force was working with stakeholders to try and come up with, uh, with a plan to, that all could agree to uh, to move forward. Some of the stakeholders didn't like the terms of the plan, understandably. Some of the bondholders didn't want to receive 29 cents on their investment dollar, particularly in light of the fact that other stakeholders, for example, the UAW, uh, was going to walk away uh, under this plan with 55% ownership stake in Chrysler, a, a company that the government is implicitly and explicitly backing. Uh, so that could be a pretty good investment. Um, so because some of the stakeholders held out uh, and as a result were, were demonized by President Obama in a speech uh, today uh, as only looking out for themselves, uh, I know that's hard for some people in the administration to understand, uh, but uh, that's why bankruptcy started. It was the only option uh, to, to keep Chrysler moving toward resolving its, its financial woes. For Chrysler, the problems have been coming for... 30 years? They, they were on the verge of bankruptcy uh, back in the, the late 70s. Uh, they were offered a, a bailout back then by the government. It was a much smaller amount of money. And they were able to turn things around. Um, and a lot of pro-bailout voices suggest it's worked before, let's, let's let it happen again. But we're talking about a lot less money uh, back in 1979. Uh, and we're talking about a time when there were far fewer competitors uh, in the market. Uh, so there's absolutely no guarantee that Chrysler will be successful uh, had this plan with the, the Obama plan uh, been inked or even coming out of bankruptcy, the terms of which we don't really know exactly what will be uh, at this point. Um, management has made very bad decisions over the years with respect to the vehicles it produces. Part of those bad decisions uh, I would attribute to government policy. Um uh, fuel efficiency standards, average fleet efficiency uh, uh, is so high uh, that the, these companies, Chrysler and the other companies, are forced to, to produce products that are too expensive uh, for people to want to buy, uh, and that undermines their profitability. Uh, the other thing, the other problem I would attribute to management is that they they've capitulated too easily to union demands. Uh, Chrysler has operated very inefficiently. Uh, very high average labor costs relative to the transplants that have come here from Japan and Korea uh, and Europe, most notably. 
What are the options under bankruptcy that Chrysler is pursuing? Under the law, the the company, management, can present a plan for restructuring, and a judge can preclude uh, alternative plans for the first, I think, 18 months. Uh, there is a plan that Chrysler is going to put forward from uh, from what we're hearing, at least from the rhetoric coming out of the administration, and that is the plan, uh, by and large, that, that the administration has been helping to work out. Uh, and that uh, involves um, converting debt to dollars, uh, and that was one of the sticking points. Because um, some of the some of the majority of the debt is held by banks that are taking money under the tarp. So I think uh, with the Obama administration pushing this plan, they didn't have much leverage to push back, and they said, "Okay, we'll accept twenty nine cents on the dollar." But the hedge funds who aren't uh, subject to those kinds of strings asserted themselves a little bit and said, "Wait a second. Uh, we can do better than this, particularly in light of this other plan to, to give the unions 55% ownership. Um, the big thing here is Fiat has an interest, uh, the Italian automaker, uh, in, in taking an equity position, probably 20% for starters, and it, it could grow, provided, uh, provided that production happens here. Uh, the U.S. government uh, is going to um, bankroll the, the bankruptcy process, in other words, they will provide cash to Chrysler while it's in bankruptcy. And my understanding is they're planning to provide cash to them once they emerge from bankruptcy if X amount of production stays in the United States so that we avoid the dreaded leakage, uh, which we've been so concerned about. When we're, when we're Keynesians, we also think uh, that uh, spending money, uh, government spending money should only benefit American taxpayers uh, as though when money leaks outside of the borders, uh, it's not going to provide us any benefits. Uh, there's a lot of madness here. It's possible that the bankruptcy judge will look at the Obama plan and, and accept it, uh, and, and there, there won't be uh, too much deviation from that plan. But it's also possible that some of the stakeholders that ostensibly agreed to the Obama plan, now that they're in a non-political environment, presumably, uh, are going to assert themselves a little more and, and demand more, and it might be more difficult to get an agreement. And quite frankly, if that's the case, uh, I think that the GM plan, GM has an extra uh, 30 days uh, to, to get their deal done, that plan could be out the window and GM could go into bankruptcy. I mean, I think bankruptcy is the best option for, for these companies because the solution is generally produced in a non-political environment. Dan Eikenson is Associate Director of the Cato Institute's Center for Trade Policy Studies. His most recent analysis, Audaciously Hopeful, How President Obama Can Help Restore the Pro-Trade Consensus, is available at Cato.org.